0: You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. What's up, what's up? This is Getting Mindful with Megan, and today we are talking about fear of failure. And so I'm just going to start with a story. I got a good story for you guys. So once upon a time, there was a girl who was a three on the Enneagram test. Do any of you guys know anything about the Enneagram It's a personality test, and it's like nine personalities, and um, when you take it, it tells you all this stuff about yourself, and pretty much I feel like it nails everybody down perfectly. I know a lot of you guys are like, I hate personality tests, but I love them. So once upon a time, (laughs) there was a girl named Megan. And she was a three. And so let me tell you a little bit about threes on the Enneagram. They're kind of like known as the achievers. Like they're super motivated by accomplishing and achieving things in life. And they're always constantly striving to become the best they can be super aware of like socially, like what's acceptable and okay. And like they usually do pretty good in social situations. Um, Love to be on the go, super goal-driven, all of these lovely things, right? Well, kind of, but when they're not balanced and when their weaknesses are coming out, this personality usually comes with a lot of fear, a lot of fear of failure, fear of what people think, Their number one fear is fear of failure. They fear that their failure will cause them to be like unworthy. And let's see what else about threes. Threes love validation and approval and accolades from people. And so you can see how that can become a problem. And they become like really socially overwhelmed when people know about their failures. So once upon a time, there was a girl named Megan and she was a three. And I didn't know this about myself at the time, but I can see this just coming out of me so strong at certain times in my life. So I want to tell you guys a story. So when I was like 17, I went to hair school, so I was pretty young and I went up to Provo, went to hair school. I did pretty good in hair school. Like I felt like I did well at school. And then at the end of the hair school, you have to go and take your state board cosmetology exam. and I happened to be in this class with a group of girls who were all like really good friends. We were all super good friends, and the teacher was like pretty much our age. And so, We had a class to prepare for the state exam, and it was like our prep class, and our teacher just kind of messed around with us the whole time, including me, and I didn't really learn the info because I was just messing around. (laughs) And so, like, it's so stupid, too. Like, this is, like, the info I needed to learn, like, which side of the mannequin to stand on or which side of the face you face straight razor first or whatever, Anyways, I thought it was going to be super easy. Everyone was like, oh, it's so easy. It's no big deal. And I was super naive, <laughs> like really naive. And this teacher was like, this was her first class ever teaching it. Before that, they had like this strict lady. So that's probably why it was easy. It's because they actually learned the material. I thought, yeah, it's going to be easy. I didn't like study. And then I went and I took my state board exam and da, 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 da. I failed. <laughs> and I was so devastated, you guys. I can't even tell you like... I can't even tell you. I was like bawling and I was 17. So bear with this. But I was like so upset and I had thoughts at the time like, oh my gosh, like only idiots like fail a hair test and people are going to think that I suck at hair and this is so embarrassing. Everybody says this test is so easy and I just failed it. There were a few other girls in my class that failed it, but I but I just, I had all these thoughts of like, oh my gosh, like, I I don't know, honestly, it felt like death. Like it was like horrible at the time. So big whoop, right? Fill the test. Okay, so then I have to start preparing to take it again, which is funny because there really was like nothing about it other than like, I just had to take the test again, but it would cost like 80 bucks or something like that, or maybe more, I don't know, but all I had to do is retake the test, but I was it was hard for me at the time. So I had to start re-preparing to take my cosmetology exam for the second time. And let me tell you something, the anxiety at that time in my life, I was like barely 18, was like out of the roof. I gained so much weight from being so stressed. The night before the test, I was like puking and like shaking before the test. And if someone mentioned my hair test, I would like spiral into these crazy girl thoughts. I know you're hearing this and you're like, what from like a stupid hair test? And I'm going to be like, yeah, like that's real. Like I had serious fear of failure and it turned into like just total anxiety. I remember my mom would call me and be like, are you okay? Because she could like tell that I was just like so anxious. And so like, you guys might know this, but like when you have fear and you resist it, it turns into anxiety. That's a secondary emotion from resisting fear. So I was just like super anxious. I was having physical symptoms from my anxiety over this fear of failure. A failing is a hair test. <laughs> and so now that I've Had a little more experience, and I've gone through like my fair share of failures micro failures, big failures, public failures. I have some advice that I want to tell that girl who was sitting in her room literally feeling like she was going to puke because she was so scared to take that test because of the fear of failure. And I have some advice for her and I have some advice for you guys. If maybe you've ever felt even a twinge of that, I know that's extreme maybe, but like maybe you've even felt just a little bit, or maybe you're not stepping into the goal that you're wanting to go after because you have a fear about failure that you're not even stepping into it yet. So I'm excited to give you guys some of my best pieces of advice on fear of failure. Okay, so the first thing I want to start with telling you is that number one is that you decide what failure is. Failure is a word that you get to decide the definition for. Do you believe that? Like failure is a choice. You get to choose if you failed or not. It is just a thought. And I want you to know that I am very, very, very intentional now about what I determine is a failure in my mind. For example, if I try something and it doesn't work, I don't call that a failure. To me, that's me trying something that didn't work. That's a way of my brain and my body and my experience to give me information. Okay, you tried this and it didn't work. Moving on to the next thing. To me, that's not a failure. That's just trying something that didn't work. So what is your definition of failure? Like to you, like what is failure? And what is your definition of success? I'm going to tell you guys mine. my definition of of like full on failing. Like if I'm going to say like that was a fail is when I give up and I just stop growing. When I say I'm done trying, not trying anymore at all. And I don't want that to trigger you on trigger you guys at all because I'm early in my process. I'm early in my age. So stopping for a minute to me isn't a failure. Shifting directions, that's not a failure. That's not giving up. Giving up is saying, I'm done trying forever. And to me, that will be a failure. But my definition of success is growth. I just wanna keep growing. I want you guys to just think for saying like, I want you guys to be like, just be nicer to yourself. Like give yourself a little bit of grace. It's okay if you start and you stop and you try and it doesn't work. And you're amazing just because you pivot, just because something worked, didn't work out the way you planned. And P.S. Certainty about a plan is just an illusion anyways, you guys. But just because it doesn't work out like you plan, that doesn't make it a failure. That's just something not working out as a plan. To me, failure, the only way I'm even going into that word is if I literally just give up and stop trying completely for the rest of my life. But other than that, if I'm growing, I'm, I'm a freaking raging success. <laughs> okay, so number two, fear of failure creates failure ahead of time. So let me explain that to you. Let's chat about this. This is where a lot of us live. We, are, we have such fear of failure because of all these thoughts in our head about like, what will people think about if I fail? Or what will I think if I fail? Or I don't want to let myself down and blah, 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 blah. And so... We have all this fear of failure, and then it's adorable. This is what our brain does, okay? (laughs) Our sweet, sweet brain is like, you have this goal, and you have something that you want to do, and you talk yourself out of it because of all these fears, and then guess what? You failed. You failed ahead of time. You didn't even give yourself a chance to try to succeed at it. You just failed ahead of time. And so... Our brain is so, don't you just like love our human brain? It is so exceptional. It is so like, and I like to always remember this, like it is so good at doing what it's supposed to do. Your brain is designed to keep you safe. But when it comes to like stepping out of the natural man and what's natural for our bodies and our brains, when it comes to stepping out of that and like reaching for aspirations and goals and achievements, it those don't live in a safe zone. There's like a tax on those goals and that life. And it looks like risk and hard work and having to step into fear and move through that. So while your brain is exceptional at keeping you safe, I just want you to recognize that when you don't do something because of fear of failure, you are failing ahead of time and it is not helping you. So step into it, even when it's uncomfortable, even when your brain's like telling you, no, 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 no. You got to step right on into it. Okay. Let's go to number three. The third piece of advice I would tell that girl who's struggling hard is I would tell her that there is a difference between micro micro failures and like macro failures. And I'm going to need you to like refer up to advice piece number one, because macro failure, like big failure to me is what I was saying. Like giving up forever on all on like just being like, I don't want to try ever again on this thing I really care about. Like to me, that'd be a macro fail, but micro failures. Those are the little things that don't work out the way that you had planned all along, but we have to be able to accept micro failures in our life. If not, you will literally not get anywhere. I want you to think of it like this. Okay. Let's say you have this goal to become like a concert pianist, right? You know this is to be expected. You're going to practice and you're going to mess up. You're while you're practicing you're going to have mess ups, right? You want to be a concert pianist, then you're going to have to practice. And part of that practice is going to look like micro little mess ups here and there. And you're going to keep on going anyways. And the quicker, the less time you spend on those little mess ups, the better, but you're just going to keep on practicing, even though you have those micro, those micro little failures, right? So that is to be expected. And it is part of the process to getting to your goal. And micro failures to me, those are a sign that I am on the right path. That means that I am pushing myself, that I am getting better. If you're not ever having micro failures in your life, if you're not having micro failures towards your goals, I really want you to look into that. I want you to figure out I should be, I could be pushing myself more. Those micro failures are literally like a flag waving you towards the right direction. They're part of the process and we don't need to resist them. In fact, we need to lean into them. I I like get pumped. Like now I used to not be like this. Like like even a couple. Like I'm still like I go in and out of this. But but like I want to suck at things a little bit at first, because I know that that's part of the process. I want to have those little mistakes. I want to learn from them because guess what? That's just going to push me a little further ahead. Once I learn how to work through that little mistake, a little micro failure, then I can keep on pushing and get better and better and better. And that is what I want. So there's a big difference between micro failures and macro failures. And I want you to just really be aware of that. And when those micro failures come up, I want you to stop and remind yourself like, oh, this is part of the process. Okay, boom advice piece number four. Just because you had a failure doesn't mean you are a failure. You guys are like, okay, we know. But this is big. This is important because failure does not define you as a person. And I know that we know this consciously, but subconsciously, we have thoughts about this that makes this very confusing. So you know what does define you as a person. We talked about it last week. Just being a human that came from God or whatever you believe, I believe we came from God. We have divine worth. We have individual worth and nothing makes that go up or down. Not our micro, macro failures. You have worth. So, I want you to understand that just because you had a failure, you had one of those micro failures, or maybe it's like a bigger failure. Maybe you're like, no, I like really failed at this. That doesn't mean that you are a failure. Your worth is not based on your perceived failures and successes, which by the way, you guys, I I know I keep talking about this, but like we got to get into it. Our society has set up these arbitrary rules and guidelines the way we've been raised has set these these arbitrary guidelines about the way things should be and what is successful and what is failure. And you do not have to adhere to society's standards of success. You do not have to adhere to society's standards of failure. You have You can make your own definition and parameters for those words. And if you think that what you do makes you as a person a failure or success, we have to start rewiring that thought pattern. It's going to screw you over. It's going to cause insecurity. It's going to be a mess. So we've got to, we got to rework that thought pattern. You literally are amazing. You are worth just because who you are, your little mic, your micro failures, your macro failures versus your successes. They don't, they don't mean anything about you as a human. What makes you a success is that you are a human and you are here and you are learning and you are growing, which in my opinion is the point of being here in the first place. That is why we are here is to learn and grow. So if you are learning and growing, which is what we do when we have failure, when we have success, it teaches us to learn and grow. So if you're learning and growing, you're on the right track. Can you guys get on board with that? Let's say it one more time. What you do doesn't define who you are. Like your value doesn't go up if you have a success and then go down because you had a failure. It does not do that. Your value doesn't change. It is not conditional on what you do. You have divine worth. So rewire that patterning. If you start to think like, Oh, a successful person is above me. And when I fail, I go below others. That is not true. Okay, Okay. next point of advice I would give that girl who was struggling, I would tell her this, and this one's really important to me. I would tell her that judgment of others is 360. <laughs> so when you judge others for failing... When you have your moment, it's going to come around and you are going to judge yourself hard and it's going to freaking suck. I really believe that judgment is 360. You judge other people, you're going to do the same thing to yourself. It's your brain on autopilot. You judge somebody else and then when something, the exact same type of situation happens, your brain autopilot just goes right over back to you, says the exact same thoughts, but it tells it to you. So be nice to people. Like Let's not judge people. You know who else is a three on the Enneagram? Taylor Swift. (laughs) I love Taylor Swift, if you guys didn't know that. And um, I really loved it when she was, like, in her angsty stage and she was, like, singing all reputation, you know, and was mad at everyone. Because, like, what happened for her, right? Like, she had a public failure. I'm quoting in the air right now. She had a public failure. And in her song, she says, I got mine and you'll all get yours. (laughs) And it's true. Like... You judge. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it 10 times. You judge somebody, you'll get yours. It'll come around and it's going to feel awful. So you better release the grip on those judgmental thoughts and let them go because they're going to feel awful when you say them to yourself, when you have your moment. So we grow up believing, seeing, thinking, patterning thoughts in our mind that people should act in a certain way. And if they don't, then something's wrong with them. Let me give you some examples. Like, she should have known that that wouldn't work. How did she not know that, that that idea wouldn't work? That's so dumb. That's a thought. Or what about this one? Wow, that test was so easy for me. I don't know why it was so hard for her. Or, oh, no, dud, that that didn't work out for her. She's too wishy-washy or too uncommitted. Or what about if she would have just done this different, then of course it would have worked if she just would have changed her way of doing it, then yeah. And you guys, okay. So like all of these are, I'm, I'm not giving like specific, like ideas of like judgmental thoughts, but like that's this idea of like, that we should, that people should do things different is not serving us. They get to do it exactly the way that they get to do it so that they get to learn and grow from the way that they did it. Oh, that was kind of crazy way to say that. But seriously, these thoughts are all just judgment. And the second you slip up, the second you have your little micro failure, you're judging all these people on their micro failures. The second you have yours, you better just be ready because that autopilot brain of yours is going to get crackalacking. And it's going to be like, you should have known how embarrassing. You're such an idiot. I can't believe like that that test should be so easy. Right? People who don't pass a hair test are stupid. Literally, like I had had those thoughts. Like I'm like, oh, if you can't pass a hair test, you're an idiot. And then I didn't pass it. So then, oh, my brain's like, oh, you're an idiot. (laughs) So I want you guys to just recognize like judgment is 360 and what goes around comes around. So we got to watch these freaking thoughts like a hawk. Okay. So you guys, fear of failure is natural. I think especially in our, our society and our environment, when it comes up, and it will, I think it will, especially if you're like stepping into big stuff, like there should be a little bit of fear of failure. I think it's going to come up over us sometimes. But I just want you to remind your brain gently that you're so thankful that it's so passionate about keeping you safe. You can think of it, it's like an overprotective mom, you know? It's like, thank you, mom, but I'm good. <laughs> Thanks, brain, but we're good. I'm okay with failure. I'm okay with being wrong. This is really important to me. This is probably the most important thing, which is why I kind of left it for the very last piece of advice. But it's like, it's this tap into humility. It's probably I think one of the most important things we can do is just tap into humility. What does that mean? Well, the other day, I made a TikTok video, (laughs) my second TikTok video, and it got a lot more views and comments than I had expected. And some people on there fundamentally just disagreed with what I was saying, which is funny. I say that, but like there was like two people who just disagreed and like 300 comments. So that's funny how your brain goes like that. But but for a minute, I wanted to argue. I wanted to be like, no, like I'm... I wanted to, I felt a little bit of shame because I was like, am I wrong? Did I fail? Did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? And then I wanted to blame that other person and be like annoyed with the person on the other end of the comments. But instead I made a really intentional choice to just tap into humility and remind myself like, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. What am I going to make that mean about myself? Nothing. We're all wrong sometimes, right? Like maybe I'm wrong, maybe not. I actually don't think I am. But maybe somebody else can think I'm wrong, and that's okay. I'll give them permission to think that I'm wrong. And it's okay if someone thinks that. And it's even okay if it's true. It's also okay if you fail. I'm okay with failure. I'm gonna lean into failure. Failure's where I grow. It's okay to fail. Failure's not a bad thing. Being wrong isn't bad. That's just part of being a human. We're just learning. And who even gets to decide? You know what I mean? So I just want you guys to like, I want to leave you with that. Like as the last piece of advice It's like lean into humility. It's okay to fail. It's okay to fail and have people watch you. It's okay for people to judge you because you're failing. You know your worth you know you're the bomb you know that that this is all just part of the process of getting to the goal that you're trying to get to so it's all good like you can let people take it or leave it but you're going to keep going i have micro failures all the time and i just like to think of them like i'm on the right track and if i'm not failing then i've got a little bit um of stepping into more growth to do cuz i think failure is where the learning and the growing really happens and you guys know what i'm freaking here for it i'm pumped for it i like the micro losses cuz it shows me that we're on the right track and we're growing. So I want to end this podcast episode with some of my favorite quotes. I love the quote that success is the ability to go from failure to failure without losing your enthusiasm. Because that's really what it is, right? It's just like we're hopping failure to failure until we finally like grow and we become exactly what we're looking for. Another one that I like is only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. If you want big things, you guys, there's a tax for it. You got to be willing to fail great too. And it's okay. It's kind of fun. Let's step into it, you know? And then the last one is fear kills more dreams than failure ever would. And I believe that so much. I believe so much untapped potential it goes, we have so much untapped potential that just goes unused because we fear putting it out there in the world. We fear failing. We feel not fear, not being good enough. And so my challenge for you guys at the end of this podcast episode is to step into that fear. I like to think that fear is like a sign, like a wet red flag. That's like waving me though in the right direction. It's like, Oh, you're nervous about this. Maybe you should do it because that's where the big achieving happens. That's where the good stuff happens, right? Okay, let's recap. Let's do this. Number one, piece of advice you get to decide your definition of success and failure. So that's what I want you to take away from that is you're gonna go write down what is your definition of success and what is your definition of failure. And then next time your brain is like, oh, you're a failure, you can be like, oh, wait, actually, I wrote the definition of that down. You have your definition wrong brain and your brain can settle down, okay? Cool. Number two, fear of failure creates failure ahead of time. So if there's something that you want to do that you keep talking yourself out of because you're scared, I want you to remind your brain, look, I'm already failing and I can, I can do failure, right? I'm already failing. So I, I might as well step into this and at least let myself try to succeed. Okay, cool. Number three, there's a difference between micro failures and macro failures and, Really, the the takeaway from that one is just going to be, we already talked about it, but takeaway is going to be what's your definition of a macro failure and what's a micro failure? I just want you to remind your brain about that piano piece that it's going to look like mess up sometimes. Okay. The next one is just because you had a failure doesn't make you a failure. Know your freaking worth. So important. Last one, well, not last one. One is judgment is 360. Let go. we got to shift those thoughts out of judgment of others because it will tear you apart when it's your turn to fail because we all will. <laughs> so let go of those thoughts about how other people should behave or what would make them better if they would just do this or blah, 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 blah. Watch those thoughts like a freaking hawk. It's so important. And then the last thing, the most important thing is lean into humility and just allow yourself to fail and accept it. Don't resist it. Just let it be part of your process. And I promise you, you will get so much further ahead. You will learn so much and you will become and grow and you will accomplish those goals and... I just I feel it. This is so important. So if you're a three like me, this probably resonated with you. If not, you might still feel fear of failure. It might not be as extreme as my panic attack when I was 17. But but you still I think could get a lot from that. So last thing you guys, you guys should follow me on Instagram. Let's hang out on TikTok. You guys, TikTok. Can you believe I'm on TikTok? I'm too old for TikTok, but really, I actually really like it. I love that it's just one minute clips. It's like super fun to make that content. So if you guys have TikTok, come follow me, Getting Mindful with Megan. And yeah. Oh, by the next time you talk to me... The next time we chat on this podcast, I'll probably have a brand new baby. I've actually been having contractions this entire podcast episode. So put out all the good vibes for me to have a healthy baby, healthy labor, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, guys.